You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. Daniel, we have not a lot of shows Yo. to talk about this week. No, there really is ending. Yeah, every, I mean, everything's kind of come to a, their season finales. Um... Supergirl is still going because of uh, Legends of Tomorrow taking over its spot in the middle of the season, kind of. So I think we have, what, three more episodes of Supergirl? God, how much longer are they going to drag this out? Oh, they're going to drag it out. It's going to be a while. Let me, let me, let, let me make <sighs> sure on that, though. I, I, I might have added in a couple episodes. Let me see. Supergirl. Um... Oh, come on. Really? Really? Okay, so we have Supergirl. There we go. Um, uh, this was episode... The one that we're going to talk about is episode 19, The Fanatical. Then we'll have episode 20, episode 21, episode 22, 22. 23. Oh, so just 23. So we have 23 episodes. We're... Whew. We got four more episodes of the show for this season. Yay. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk about that when we get to talking about... Uh, Wait, aren't we, ta- aren't we talking about... Uh, oh, crap. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon? Not fanatical? Oh, okay, good. So we're on episode 20. So that means we only got 21, 22, and 23 left. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we got all those things to talk about and, uh, episode of fear of the walking dead, which I don't know how I feel at, at, after watching that episode. Yeah. You cut out again one more time. I just said, I don't know how I feel about that episode of fear of the walking dead. This latest episode. Yeah. This episode was kind of dry. It was dry and like, I don't know. It seemed real out of place for what they're doing with this season so far, but. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll get into it more when we get there. Yeah, I agree. So, first things first, let's talk about some televised heroic news. Uh, Gotham, a show that we have come to tolerate, I would say, in this later seasons. <laughs> they they are really gone off the rails and changed up things a lot. So, um, we already know that the Gotham season five was going to be a short season and it's going to be its final season. Well, the young actress who plays, uh, Selena Kyle in the show, um, Cameron by, by Condova. I'm sure, I'm sure I'm butchering that last sure. name, but, uh, yeah, she has gone out and said, yep, it's going to be 10 episodes. Damn. They're really cutting it. And I think, um, you said it last time we talked that, uh, uh, the final episode will be episode 100 as well, so they're, you know, just banking on those 10 episodes. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good place to end it, you know, at 100 episodes. That's not that's not bad. It's not. Not a lot of shows make it, you know, to 100, so props for them. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I, I'm sure by the end, by episode 100, we're going to get a Batman outfit, so... We'll see designed what designed by Lucius. Designed by Lucius, probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, just, uh, I have a feeling though, since it's a short season, I bet that uh, the episodes are probably going to run uh, run a little bit longer than an hour. Probably like, you know how sometimes Walking Dead or for the Walking Dead they have like a hundred um, hour and five minutes to like a hundred uh, to about an hour and twenty minutes up, uh, per episode. I mean that that could be that could happen. I think that that happens on AMC because it's a cable show and they can get away with that. But over here on network television, it might not be able to do something like that. But they, it could happen. You're you're absolutely right. Um, I mean, what do you what do you 
what do you expect? Like, I know we've talked about it a little bit more. Have you had any ideas of how the show may go? I, I I really don't because I think the show is all over the place. It could be literally anything could happen. Yeah, it really could. And uh, yeah, it's just, I guess the show always surprises me now because they're, ever since, you know, the first season, they're not exactly following the Batman lore. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's It's kind of just like, throw everything that is Batman into a blender and just start picking things out kind of thing. And like, Oh, well let's do this now. Kind of thing. Are you sure they're not just, you know, they have a giant bo- uh, dart board and they're just shooting darts and like, Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, that's a definite possibility as well. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I really hope the show gets even better and maybe they follow the Batman lore from here on out, but who knows? Who knows? knows? Yeah, you're right. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think there's... I mean, who who have we not seen out of Batman villains that could still show up? I We haven't seen the Ventriloquist. We haven't seen Bane. Uh, uh, we haven't seen... Um, obviously, routed up uh, Two-Face. Um, well, we saw Harvey Dent, we, but yes, you haven't seen Two-Face yet. Right. Uh, we haven't seen... Oh, God. Um... We haven't seen Killer Croc, I don't oh, think. Yeah. No, we haven't. Um, I was going to say Scarface. That's usually what the Ventriloquist is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, Scarface and the Ventriloquist. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've created a couple of awesome villains as well, but I'm just trying to think of uh, what other rogues. I mean, we had um, we had the Mad Hatter, seen. but we didn't have Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Right. Creepy from the animated series. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, we already have, I mean, we don't have a death stroke and I know he kind of goes everywhere. Probably won't get one. That's interesting that we, yeah, we don't have a death stroke or a dead shot. I mean, those are characters that could show up. Maybe. Um, and technically I don't, really- we know, you know. We never really... I don't know. I don't know if the show is actually going to go with... Um, who Who's it was? They, they, they made it out that um, Matches Malone was the one that killed uh, Bruce's parents. But I don't know right. if, that, if that was gonna, if they're going to end it that way or if they're going to be like, oh, no, that was just a, a trick. Could be. Um, so, I mean, did they, since you brought up matches, did they, uh, bring up like Joe chill or anything? I forgot. See, I don't think I ever, I don't remember seeing a Joe chill in the show at all. So, which I think that would be something that they would save for the, maybe this season then. Yeah. Um, who else? (laughs) Maybe clue master. Ooh, what about what about some of his one. uh his sidekicks? Do you think we see a young Dick Grayson or a Tim Drake or a Jason Todd? I mean, if they're gonna you know say they use David Mazou as you know the older Bruce, I don't think they're gonna have any introductions to any sidekicks. Well, I mean, you just get really young kids to play those parts. Yeah, that could be it too. So I don't know. It's a, it's a possibility. It's something that could happen. You know, I don't know. We ever t- do yeah. we ever talk about this when they announced it a couple of weeks ago that uh, um, Stephen Amell is going to be sporting the goatee in the next season of of uh, Green Arrow or I'm sorry, Arrow. I don't think we talked about it. I think we just uh, referenced it, but then have a full conversation about it. Yeah, um, would, I mean, <laughs> it's funny because you know <laughs> it's going to be what season seven. Yeah. Yeah. Season seven. Season seven, he's going to be in prison. Uh, you know, season one, every time he went to a convention or whatever, people would, he, people would ask about the goatee, and he said, it's never going to happen. Well, guess what happens in season seven? <laughs> <laughs> goatee. And, uh, they made him eat his words when uh, he appeared on Legends of Tomorrow. That's, That's true. That's still on the never. Yeah, you're never right. Happen. Yeah, but uh, now it's going to be in the main show, so... Uh, we'll see how long he ends up keeping it. I hope so. <laughs> um, but okay, that was just that's a look. That was a that was a side side story. I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, 
one of the things that we yeah. <laughs> we've talked about a little bit here is um the walking dead next season uh, a lot of people's contracts i guess are up and decisions are being made we we talked about lauren cohen is going to get a short season well she's not the only one yeah uh andrew lincoln is also going to have a short season next season and it's going to be his last and it looks like Norman Reedus yeah, is getting a, a bigger a bigger deal, so maybe he's going to be the new leader of the group. It's, yeah, um, it, I mean, if it goes through, twenty million dollar deal, so I could see him becoming, you know, the the lead of the show now. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's not a good idea. Like, I love Daryl as much as the next person, but is he really a leader? He's kind of, you know, always like the follower, you know, he may argue and butt heads with Rick for a bit, but, you know, eventually he backs down and he sees it, you know, Rick's way, Rick's eyes. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll follow your lead. We'll do this then. Yeah. Uh, Do we know anything about uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's contract? Is he supposed to be back next season? Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yeah. Uh, sorry, you cut out again. That's why I asked. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would imagine so. Maybe he'll just have a smaller role, but still be part of the show, hmm. since you know he's kept. He's gonna be kept in prison. Maybe that's a that's a good possibility too. So, uh, I think we Do you think this was a. Go ahead. No, no. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was going to ask. Do you think that this is a uh, Andy Lincoln's is uh you know? Do you think this is his choice to leave the show, or do you think that he was asking too much money? Uh, and you know the show was kind of like nah sorry can't pay you that i would think it's going to be his choice but you never know you never know what's going on behind the scenes yeah um there's an interesting rumor actually um that he may actually end up joining the cast of fear the walking dead oh wow i hadn't heard that rumor yeah so you know the whole he's leaving the show is just so he can transition off to you know fear the walking dead why do you think he would do that I don't know. Maybe he's like, maybe he gets exiled and he's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to build my own community with blackjack and hookers. That's <laughs> for the whole thing. I'm going to go find Morgan. <laughs> uh, I mean, that would be an interesting turn of events for Rick. Does, does he leave with Judith? Did Judith just, does Judith come with him? Do you think if that happens? I would imagine so. I mean, if he gets exiled, I mean, he has to take his daughter with him, right? I mean, who knows? If if, he, if he's being exiled, it might not be his choice. So maybe someone, you know, other people like Carol can take care of Judith or uh, uh, who takes care of Judith now. I don't know. It's true. So if he gets exiled, does that mean that Michonne comes along too? That is a good question. See, like, and, you know, obviously Michonne is, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Denai Gorea is, like, you know, blowing up on in movies. So maybe she's wanting a way out, you know, to be in more movies now. But I don't know. That's a good, that's a really good question. How do you feel about, you know, um, obviously uh, Lauren Cohan, she has her show. Hopefully it's successful and so she doesn't leave the show you know, for in vain and, you know, it's for nothing. Um, but how do you feel about, you know, her and uh, Andy Lincoln living the show? I mean, it's upsetting because you don't want to see so many of the original cast leaving. Like, I think that's going to leave just Carol and Daryl left, right, from the original cast. I mean, even Maggie's not even really original yeah. cast. She came in season two. Season two. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you're... It's going to be, I don't know, it's going to be weird, but that's kind of what the show needs to be. It just needs to be uh, people changing out constantly, I think, I feel. Yeah. Um, maybe if they get rid of Rick, maybe the um, the showrunners are also hoping that the show gets better because Daryl will be the leader and it gets you know more viewers since people tend to like uh, Daryl more than they do Rick. Yeah, but at some point you have to start making decisions. You like have to start uh, making Daryl's character grow. Like you can't just have him be the same thing. Cause he essentially, he's just kind of the same thing since he was in the beginning. I mean, he's maybe a little bit less racist right. now, but he's still the same. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but honestly, 
I'd be okay with it if um, if Andy Lincoln went over to Fear the Walking Dead. Um, they kind of need <laughs> some leadership right now. <laughs> I, you know, and honestly, I think um, I think this two shows are just going to merge here pretty soon. I don't think there's going to be a Fear of the Walking Dead anymore. So you think maybe at the end of the season it'll it'll merge over? Yeah, I think that maybe uh, Morgan brings whoever's left from Fear of the Walking Dead over to the Walking Dead. I could see that, and I hope it happens too. Yeah, I mean, why else would you? I like those characters. Yeah, why else would you make the 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 time jump? Like, I well, I like John Dory. <laughs> I like <laughs> Naomi. I, I don't know if I like the other characters anymore so much anymore. Like Alicia's kind of getting on my nerves. She always kind of got on my nerves. Like, remember when we we talked about her in the first season when she was just real uppity and stuff? I don't know <laughs> a good way of putting that. I think she's had tons of character development, so I'm okay with her. And um, everybody else, I'm like me. <laughs> yeah, and Strand, like I really liked Strand when he was first introduced, but now it just seems like he's always whining about stuff. Yeah, that's true, and um, and I feel like uh, Ophelia never does anything. Well, not Ophelia. She's kind of there, or uh, Luciana. Yeah. She's kind of just there in the background all yeah. the time. You know, I wonder, that's a good question. I wonder if uh, they were planning on bringing Ophelia back. No, wait, she died. We saw yeah, her die. Yeah, she died because that was uh, Daniel's daughter. Yeah, I was going to say, I, maybe they were going to bring Ophelia back at the end when the when the dam broke, uh, uh, blew up, but they couldn't get that actress to come back, so they decided to go with Luciana instead. But yeah, Ophelia died. Like, we saw her die. Yeah. <laughs> So never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, um, did you uh, did you have something else you wanted to say about Walking Dead? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Rosario Dawson doesn't think that she's going to be coming back to the Marvel Cinematic or Marvel Netflix show uh, shows after Luke Cage season two. Uh, her direct quote. No. Her direct quote is: "I don't know if I'll be back after this." To be honest, but it's been an amazing few years. I've been on a lot of different shows. I mean, I don't know if maybe they do a third season of Luke Cage, potentially, or maybe if they figure out some kind of way for me to be on The Punisher, just so I can feel like I've done every show. Um, I mean, I think we saw her in the Defenders show, and she definitely played a bigger part uh, in the Luke Cage season one. But she was right. in Iron Fist because she was being taught how to do Kung Fu by Colleen Wing. And obviously she started off in Daredevil as being the nurse that, you know, nursed Matt back to health. Uh, she showed up in Daredevil season two when she got, when the, the hand uh, invaded her hospital trying to get to Frank Castle. I don't remember. But, uh, that's how she got, she ended up getting uh, fired from the hospital because of it. Um, so I mean, she is yeah. kind of she's kind of been the thing that's that's pulled all these shows together at this point. But I don't know. Do you think that means Claire Temple is going to die in season two of Luke Cage? You think she's going to die? I mean, why else would she come out and say something like this? Maybe, you know, just contract things or they're like, well, yeah, we don't really know where your character could go from here kind mm. of thing. Maybe. Because, I mean, at this point, um, Luke Cage is somebody else and then Daredevil, it's kind of, he has a Karen, right? So there's no real reason to have her around, you know, like either a damsel in distress or kind of like a, like a love interest anymore. Well, I mean, he, she really wasn't a love interest for for Daredevil that much anymore. She's it's true. She, she's definitely a love interest for Luke Cage. But if 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 the if the shows are going to follow the comic books, eventually Luke Cage has to fall in love with uh, Jessica. So right, maybe that does mean Claire has to go. Uh, they added in okay. a they added so in right. a, they added in, <laughs> they added in a little bit more, saying that uh, Rosario Dawson also added the personal reasons. Uh, were also making her consider give up the, to give up the role, give up the Marvel Netflix grind, saying, my daughter is in high school, so I kind of want to not be 3,000 miles away for work. Because, you know, the show's film in New York, and 
uh, I assume they film in New York. Maybe it's Atlanta or some shit. But uh, I, I imagine her daughter goes to high school in, in L.A. Is in L.A.? Yeah. Okay. See that happening. That's actually a really good reason, too. I so, mean, shit. Um, that kid um, that plays Nick on Free the Walking Dead has to get killed because he he's homesick. So Yeah, that was... Yeah, that's true. So, um... I don't know. It, it it could mean that her character gets killed off. Maybe it just means that she her character goes away. She's like, I'm done. I don't want to be the, you know, involved in all this drama anymore. So, I don't want to keep patching you guys up anymore. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, but yeah, I mean that would be one of the night nurses going away. But we still have two others. Uh, one of them is the the. Doctor played by Rachel McAdams in Doctor Strange. Uh, I don't know where the third night nurse is. If I don't think they've brought her into the MCU yet, so there's that possibility. I don't think so either. Uh, Lock and Key. We talked about this show a couple times. They were making it for Hulu, and uh, they had a pilot episode and. You know, Hulu paid for it to get made. I assume they Hulu paid for it to get made, but then they passed on it. They decided they didn't want to make the show anymore, or they didn't want to pick up the show. Well, they went and shopped the the issue of the show yeah. around to other places, and uh, it looks like Netflix might be picking it up. Really? Yeah, and I, I told it makes sense. I, I know I know you probably haven't read that comic book, and I haven't either. Um, I do know the comic book was written by Joe Hill, who is famously the son of Stephen King. Um, it, I saw the pilot that was made about, I want to say 10 years ago, uh, that was supposed to be on Fox. They aired it at San Diego Comic-Con one year that I went. And I would say that that show was pretty awesome. Uh, it was I was really psyched for it. I was waiting for it to come out, but it never showed up. Like Fox never ended up picking it up. Um, I would love to see what this new one, the new, uh, trailer or I'm sorry, pilot episode looks like and what that all entails. And I hope that Netflix picks it up. Okay. Um, so you think it got, it got canceled or didn't get picked up from Fox because it needed more teenage angst to it? Uh, you know, I just think that Fox really has a hard time with, with, uh, green lighting or producing shows that, are very heavy sci-fi um okay like they usually get those shows and then they cancel them after the first season like i'm surprised lucifer lasted as long as it did but i think that's because it's more of a crime procedural than it is having to deal with the whole demons and and uh gods and angels and stuff so that's the only reason why that one stayed stayed on for three seasons yeah, they have a lot of crime shows on Fox. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're onto something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see if there's... Uh, sources say that the streamer is in talks to license the rights for the IP and redevelop the drama with IDW Entertainment. The Netflix series is not the Hulu pilot. Instead, Cuse and Joe Hill will redevelop the series for the streaming giant with an entirely new cast and new director. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Andy Muschietti. Oh, who, I feel bad for the actors, no, man. No kidding, right? Uh, Andy Muschietti, who helmed the Hulu pilot, is busy with It Too and is no longer available to direct. He will he will still be credited as an executive producer on the Netflix series. Okay. Um, is that the same uh, director that directed the first It? Yes. Okay. Oh, I didn't even know he was directing the show. Holy crap! That yeah, would have been so good for him. I, yeah, that would. I mean, that was the, he was directing. He directed the pilot that was going to be at Hulu. But I wonder if technically Hulu owns that that pilot, and that's the reason why they would have to get a whole new director and get a whole new cast. Because, uh, yeah, anybody that would have seen that, it would have been going back to being like it would be like, oh, well, this is property of Hulu, like that particular brand of lock and key but since like joe hill okay. and carlton cues still own the rights to that to that property they can go make it somewhere else as long as they change up everything yeah i don't know but i also feel like it's a bad move on uh on hulu because i mean they had um you know the runaways which was another marvel property so i think that would have helped out hulu you know having another marvel property on well on no it's roster. not it's not marvel 
Uh, lock and key is IDW. Oh, it's not. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, but no, you're. I I still I think that. that I think the idea is that yes, Runaways did so well for them. You would want to do more comic book based shows, and this one isn't a superhero show. It's a uh, supernatural horror show. So you know, everybody's loving the horror shows right now. Yeah. Maybe if it's on Netflix, it can get more horror uh, elements to it. Maybe, yeah, I could see that. Uh, man, that I just, I just hope that someone somewhere puts up the Hulu pilot on the internet somehow, and you know, maybe people can watch it if they are able to figure out how to watch it off the internet somehow. I just hope that happens. Maybe you know. You're going to San Diego Comic-Con, maybe they'll air it there. They'll be like, hey, you know, this is a show that could have been. That's true. They might do that. That That's a possibility. And maybe just based on, um, you know, how the audience, you know, takes a show, if they like it, maybe they'll, you know, reconsider. Maybe, if, if Netflix hadn't picked it up already. Right. Uh, okay, another graphic novel turned TV show uh, that I know you're not watching. I watched the first season. I thought it was amazing and you really should give it a try. It's American Gods. It's on stars. You know, you're not the only one to tell me. Um, this weekend, I got like three people telling me like, oh my God, you need to watch American Gods. So, uh, <laughs> well, you know, I- there's more people backing you up. So uh, maybe during the summer, that's something we can talk about. Yeah, definitely. You could you could definitely binge watch it and, 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 and just and we could talk about it. We could go do an episode all about American Gods. Well, one of the things, though, is uh, one of the new gods is media. And in the first season, that was played by Jillian Anderson of X-Files fame. Uh, she decided not to come back for season two, so they had to find another actress to play media in uh, the the new season, season two. They have found actress Kayun Kim, um, K-A-H-Y-U-N. I don't know how to say that name exactly, and I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. Uh, very much a new coming actress. I haven't really, I, I don't really recognize her from anything. Uh, her filmography on IMDb has things like uh, Bad Match, Cassandra's, Cassandra French's Finishing School, Adam Ruins Everything, Shameless, I Ship It, uh, Austin and Ally, The Mysteries of Laura, uh, Frenemies 3 the with Elise, Eliza Coop. So those it's all a lot of day player stuff and uh, uh, guest, guest stars. Okay. So... All right, uh, but what uh, what is the show about? So American Gods is essentially about how um, characters. Well, okay, so all the say all the gods are real, but if you don't believe in them, they don't have powers anymore. So essentially, the the uh, the the one god, the one person you're following, is um, he's a. Uh, he, I think his name is like something Moon, and I think you're supposed to believe that he's some kind of uh, night god or something like that. But he doesn't know it. He doesn't realize that he was a god. And uh, a, the other god played by Ian McShane is Odin, and he is uh, trying to get oh, yeah, he's trying to get power back. So he wants people to start believing in him again. And to do that, he has to get he has to fight a war. Uh, to get powers back. So then you have the new gods, which are like media and, uh, which is what, um, uh, Jillian Anderson was. And I forget who else some of the other new gods are, but they're all things that, that people worship now, like, like their phones and, uh, tech and, and stuff like that. Uh, so, so what you see is like old gods, going against new gods and they're trying to fight for power essentially. And, uh, uh, the moon character, I forget what his name is. Uh, he's kind of stuck in the middle. He, 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 I think he went to, he went to jail at one point and on, when he was on his way back from jail, his wife was killed and which is played by Emily Browning from sucker punch. And okay. she ends up being brought back to life, so she she's kind of a zombie, 
but she's like a intelligent zombie. So her body's decaying, but her brain is still working. And okay. it, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a real interesting show. It's, it's really good. It's, it's shot phenomenally and it's just, you know, really cool. Like there's one episode where they deal with Easter, like, uh, the female god goddess who is Easter, or she goes by her pagan name, which is something else. Uh, I think Esther or something like that. Um, she, like Odin totally plays into her being like, Hey, you know, you, she's like, Oh no, people still worship me. People still have Easter, you know, holidays and stuff like that. And she, he's like, no, people are worshiping Jesus on that day. They don't know anything about you and, and the, you know, what you used to represent. And, and she's like, he's like totally playing playing up on her ego and stuff. And, and they even have Jesus show up, but not just one Jesus. There's like, like dozens upon dozens of Jesuses because everybody has a different version of what Jesus is. And it's just hilarious. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. so yeah, you should, you should definitely check it out. Okay. Um, again, you know, you're not the first, so you, now you're not the only person to watch this. So I'll probably give it a shot. And I don't know if you saw this earlier today. I think it was earlier today or earlier yesterday. Uh, a picture of Don Johnson on the set of the Watchmen TV show leaked out. Really? Yeah, and he's dressed all... I didn't see it. Yeah, he's dressed as like a police captain. So I don't think that he's going to end up being one of the heroes that we know of. And then once again... The show is not going to actually be a interpretation of the Watchmen graphic novel that we know, from what I understand. Uh, I think Damon Lindenoff has gone on to say, like, "Hey, look, you have like the Old Testament in the li- in the in the Bible, and then you have the New Testament in the Bible, which doesn't take away from the Old Testament, kind of just builds off of it. So that's kind of what this show is going to be right. with the Watchmen. It's going to be uh, a new." not a new version of the Watchmen story, but like a, a new added on thing. Or like a, I was just saying like retelling maybe not. It's not from what I understand. It's not going to be retelling. It's going to be more of a, Oh, that's right. After the Watchmen. Yeah. It's going to be like an after the Watchmen kind of thing. Okay. So We'll see what that means. Yeah, it, Don Johnson looked like he's playing some type of police captain, and he's he's dressed in a police uniform. So I don't know if he's going to be the main character. He's going to be the person we're following around, or what? But he's definitely uh, he's definitely in the show. Oh, yep, I just saw it right now. Yeah. So uh, I know that you're a big fan of the Watchmen, so I thought you should know about that. Yeah, I don't even know how I didn't see it yesterday. Yeah, but. You know what the, what it was is that like any place that you clicked on to look at those pictures, you had to like you had to click on the article and then you had to click on another thing to get to Hollywood Pipeline or some shit like that. And uh, the pictures were not easy to get to. Nope, <laughs> I just had to do that. Uh, but yeah, so the last thing I wanted to talk about, uh, we posted on our Facebook. It was a clip from Luke Cage season two that was released by Netflix. It shows Misty Knight and Colleen Wing having a beer in a bar and uh, a couple of thugs, henchmen, bad guys come up to Misty Knight and give her trouble and to the point that she, they, she ends up getting into a bar fight with them. And uh, she, at this point, does is missing her arm already, which I want to say at the end of, yeah. at the end of uh, Luke Cage season one, she still has her arm. Yeah, I don't remember any, you know, dismemberment or else I would have, like, you know, pointed it out. And I don't, do you remember if in the Defenders, did she lose her arm in the Defenders? Uh, I kind of binge watched it, so I don't really remember. I don't think she did, so that makes me think that, I guess, at the beginning of the season of Luke Cage Season 2, she's going to lose her arm? Oh, that could be a thing, yeah. So... this is... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I just read the caption right now. So she's gonna, she's, she's gonna, she's one armed in this, in this scene, and uh, you know, she's not having an easy time fighting all these guys that are attacking her. And at the end of Luke Cage season one, she does pull or she sees a paper ad for Colleen Wing's uh, karate class or kung fu class. So I, I'm, I'm guessing what we're seeing in this is that like 
after she's been taking some lessons from Colleen Wing, uh, they go out and have a, a beer together, and then she's like, uh, she's probably down in the, in her down in the dumps about losing her arm or something like that, and gets into the fight. And Colleen doesn't want to help her out because she wants her to know that she can do it on her own, even if she's missing an arm. And we know eventually, because in the comic book she has a robotic arm, we know eventually that she's going to get the yeah. robotic arm in the show. And I think it's the 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 promotional picture that they've released so far shows that it's the Rand Corporation that actually builds the arm for her. So, uh, so she's gonna get the get get that robotic arm in the sh- in the show in the season. So that's gonna be something to look for. But in the scene in the scene that is shown, she uh, she she does pretty well. I, I mean, at first she starts to lose, but I think that's because she's feeling sorry she for herself. A bit. Yeah, she struggles a bit, mm-hmm. and I think it's because she's feeling sorry for herself. But when she looks to Colleen for help, Colleen's like, "No, you could do this on your own." She starts kicking ass pretty well. And she's just, yeah. Um, I mean, she gets a couple uh, cue balls and you know, pull balls and smashes them on people's heads. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she she actually ends up winning at the end. Yeah. So, uh, I think I think because so if you look at the defenders. Uh, last year as the big crossover event for the Netflix Marvel shows. Yeah, the Marvel Netflix shows or Netflix Marvel shows. I think maybe next Mm -hmm. season or later this year or later next year, the big crossover event might be Daughters of the Dragon or uh, Heroes for Hire. Like, I think that would be the... Just like how they do with the CW shows, we had uh, Crisis on earth x this past year and the next year is going to be batman batwoman whatever that means yeah i'm excited (laughs) uh was there any other news articles you wanted to talk about i think we pretty much covered it all especially again since uh, a lot of the shows are on break and uh nothing really comes out so about comic-con weekend or the weekend after comic-con yeah i don't think yeah it's 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 probably gonna be pretty dry until comic-con weekend for news yeah. Uh, okay. Bear with us. Yeah. Let's talk about Supergirl, episode 20, Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Supergirl is stunned to discover that a part of Krypton survived. Meanwhile, Alex is attacked while out with Ruby, and Lena considers how far will she go to keep Rain contained. Uh, yeah. So Rain is obviously not like the, 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 defenses that lena has put up for rain to keep her inside that little cage are they're starting to fail because they're she's becoming immune to them yeah she's um getting used to it i guess and building up that immunity yeah a, yeah and a tolerance and immunity stuff like that um yeah i i feel like it's gonna be just in time for her to break out you know a couple episodes before the end of the season <laughs> Uh, it's going to happen very slowly here. I yeah. mean, that's the uh, vibe I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, uh, Monel and Supergirl go into outer space to look for more of that space rock that will hopefully cure Rain of her, or I'm sorry, cure Sam of Rain. And uh, when they track down the rock, they find it on, surprise, surprise, Argo City. Now, uh, knowing your Supergirl history, Argo City is a very big part of her storyline because that's where her and her family live. So if you have you have uh, Kal El and his parents Jor El and 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 Lara living on, uh, I believe Kryptonopolis. Uh, Argo City is the city that they um, that his cousin lived on and her, his her family Zor El. Uh, okay. Now, it's also the city that Brainiac bottles up when he takes uh, the bottle okay. city of... Oh, wait, no. Maybe that's the bottle city of... I thought... Uh, can, uh, can, uh, Kandor, yeah, you're right. Yes, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm completely wrong. That was the bottle city of Kandor. Argo was uh, was the city that uh, Supergirl's family was at. And I think in the, in the, the Supergirl movie from 1984, somewhere around there 82 so 84 um argo was 
was out there in outer space, kind of like how it is here. It kind of uh, meteorited off from the rest of the the planet when it got destroyed. Then kind of have like a little barrier built around it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, but they did se- they did send out Kara uh, uh, out into into space before they were able to do that, thinking that the it was going to blow up too. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because even she brings it up, and um, Allura brings it up in this episode. It's like, oh, you know, I, I saw you got sucked into the uh, Phantom Zone. There wasn't much we could do. I thought, you know, we we're going to be blown up too. That's why I sent you away. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it was interesting that uh, Alara recognized Monel as the Prince of Daxum. Yeah, because wouldn't he? Oh, wait, no, he wasn't. He was around that same age, huh? When it well, blew up. I mean, he was, what, five years younger because he spent five years in uh, in the future with the Legion of Superheroes. But, yeah, I guess what's five years when you're already in your 20s? They, you're kind of going to look the same anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she did bring that up. Um, I thought it was interesting I mean, that she brought up Fort Roz because I, I totally forgot about that, that she was the one that was in charge of Fort Roz. That's right. And she uh, brings up um, Astra as well. She's like, oh, no, you know, we should have done things her way. She was cruel, but, you know, I was also cruel for doing what I did to her. Yeah, exactly. Um, Obviously, well, one, I thought it was strange that, like, uh, when they got to this planet that they didn't know was Argo, like, it just happened to be that all the people on the planet look human. (laughs) So lucky us. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, eventually it was, oh, oh, wait, these are actually Kryptonians. It's surprise, surprise. Yeah. They're not going to know us. Uh, oh, wait, hey, look, clothes. Let's, let's take them so you can blend in. So apparently this rock thing that could save Sam is the thing that's keeping them alive and safe in outer space. And the idea was, like, they need every bit of the rock to, to stay safe. But... Uh, Kara wants to take a little piece back so that they can heal Sam. But the big, like, why not just be like, hey, can we just take all the people, all the Kryptonians back to Earth? That's what I was thinking, too. Right? I I, I assume that's probably what's going to eventually happen at the end of the season. That's true. And have a bunch of Kryptonians with powers run around. Which, you know, could be bad, but could also at least, you know, have a have some kind of potential storylines in the next season. That's true. I feel like that was um, a, I feel like yeah, that was I a, mean, I, I thought... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just say, I feel like that was a storyline in New 52 also for Supergirl, where, like, a whole bunch of Kryptonians, uh, because of Supergirl, came, came to Earth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I was just going to... Um, again, say like, yeah, honestly, thought she was like, hey, you know, come with me to Earth. We, you know, we have tons of room there. <laughs> we don't, but yes, you should. <laughs> you should just come to Earth because you're not, you don't want to just be a rock hurtling through space kind of thing. You don't want to die. Yeah. Uh, another, another thing, too, um, you know how when they were arriving to the planet and then um, they used a tractor beam to, and you know, that's how they got sucked into, um, uh, to Argo, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we can disguise the ship, you know." So I don't know what it is, and they decided to go to an asteroid. Wouldn't that freak the planet out? But like, oh my god, there's an asteroid heading towards our planet. Let's destroy it. Uh, you would think so, but I guess not. <laughs> no, guess not. Yeah, uh, I don't know. This it's the what? How did you feel about the episode overall? Um, just like I had. I mentioned earlier about Fear of the Walking Dead. I felt like this one was really dry as well. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I really feel like we're just stalling. Like the episodes as of late aren't aren't building anything. I mean, I guess we're getting the the rock, uh, but it's just kind of like filler episodes. When I feel like they could have just ended this. I don't know. Maybe they have a contract. They probably have a contract to be like, oh, we have to do twenty three episodes. So, but if they already knew that they were gonna uh, go, I'm... they were gonna be. Uh... Have have to share the time with um, Legends of Tomorrow. They should have just cut the episodes short this season. We could have already been at twenty three, and then the season would be over. 
Yeah. Uh, even then, like, maybe they could have gone to Lena and show her, you know, trying to develop something else or, you know, show more of Rain taunting Lena. And I would have been okay with that instead of just, oh, we're going to walk through this planet. Oh, hi. Oh, you know, oh, hey, you're sick. Here, take this. <laughs> Pretty much all that happened. Yeah. And then the other part of the story was, or part of the episode was the, the whole Alex having to uh be be with um ruby and uh, this is kind of what i predicted that you know alex is gonna be like oh well i'm a mother now kind of thing because this is what i wanted and she does she's she's feeling down on herself because it's hard to be a parent and she wasn't she wasn't ready for any of this kind of thing until she gets the but pep talk she seems like she's doing okay (laughs) yeah of course i mean the kid's not dead so doing good (laughs) enough oh yeah, and Wynn was such an asshole this episode too. <laughs> Which is great. I, I feel like anytime Wynn can be do something is just a good is is just good for him. Yeah. Um but yeah, Pep Talk, you know, made it like, no, you're cool, don't worry. Um I ultimately, you know, see it with um Sam dying and then, you know, like you mentioned, um Alex being, you know, the adoptive mother of uh, you know, uh Oh, that Ruby. <laughs> That's going to be a real, like, moody, emotional Ruby next season, then, if, if Sam ends up dying. Yeah, but I think Ruby kind of signed up for... I mean, I think Ruby has an idea that that might happen, too, at this point. I would say so. I would hope so. Ugh, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> uh, uh, I think... When we saw the little bit more distrust between Lena and Supergirl, and uh, that's about oh, someone was trying to kill Alex throughout the episode, ended up being the twin brother of an alien that she arrested some point in the past. That was also very, very dull and boring, yeah, exactly. Like they tried to bring in the sheriff from the episode we saw where the 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 sisters were young and they stopped their first crime together or figured it out. And the Nancy drew episode. Yeah. The Nancy drew episode. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That, that all was yeah, very bland, very boring. There wasn't, there wasn't much about this. Pretty much like, Oh, we need to give Alex and, uh, Marsha Manhunter more screen time. So, uh, let's go ahead and do this. Yeah. Essentially. That's pretty much what happened there. Uh, Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Fear the Walking Dead then. And like we said, yeah, there w- this episode was... I mean, for an episode that a lot of shit was going down, I feel like it should have been more entertaining. Um, we had uh, Alicia and her group facing off against what was left of the Vultures. And then we also got a backstory. We got the flashback of what happened at the stadium. And... Uh, I, it seems like a lot of people were blaming themselves for what happened at the stadium, and we still haven't quite understand what happened at the stadium. Uh, they brought Mel and Charlie back to the stadium when Charlie came showed up because Mel got into a fight with his brother and ended up like being hurt really bad. And Naomi took him in, and or I'm sorry, Madison took him in, and Naomi tried to patch him up, but. He tried to convince Naomi to leave, and Madison's like, "No, if you're gonna talk about, you're gonna tell, try and tell my people to leave, then I'm gonna make you leave." And he's injured, and Charlie was still left in the stadium, and she kind of convinces Nick and Alicia to go, and she, yeah, Nick and Alicia to go after him to bring him back. And I guess that's why Charlie because that was the right thing to do. Yeah, and I guess that's why Charlie bl- blames herself for what happened at the stadium. But I guess yeah. i mean uh, a whole lot was again just unexplained uh very dull and dry in this episode i i don't know what the whole outcome of that was like i have to say i um, in, in this season i enjoy the whole like two different timelines where you have the past and the and the present but like this episode really didn't do that well because we don't understand why charlie is so upset with Nick to the point that she ends up killing him and we already saw that but yeah 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 so maybe she just got upset because um you know uh Nick killed the older brother and 
and obviously Charlie saw from a distance, and that's why she kills Nick. Maybe, but then why is Charlie with Mel's brother in that time period when we saw her wanting to be with Char- with uh with Mel all the time, kind of thing? Like that's true. There, I and mean, nothing to go ahead. No, I was gonna say we, obviously we're gonna get more of that story in the next coming episodes. But what were you gonna say? I was just another thing too. Um, couldn't uh, couldn't like Madison or somebody else told uh, Mel's older brother be like, hey, you know, don't shoot, don't react because we have your young, you know, we have Mel here. If you want him safe, don't release the walkers. Just saying. Yeah, that would have been a, probably a good idea. But I think what we're gonna find out is that this was all kind of planned too. Like m- the Mel knew that Madison would eventually send him out there on his own. And hopefully they, and that, that kind of was a signal to, to get them to to show up in their caravan with all the, the, the walkers to attack the stadium. Oh, okay. What I find interesting is at the end but... of the episode, when you, when everybody shows or when Naomi takes, uh, you know, John and uh, Morgan and Al back to the stadium Everybody's burned. All those walkers are are burned up. They look so cool, but yeah, they're burned up. I mean, they even said that like all those zombie or all those walkers are covered in you know in oil, so we got to keep away from fire. Oh, I guess I missed that part. Oh yeah, um, the bald guy with the sniper. Um, I don't think he has a name. He's like, hey, you know, they're all covered in oil. We should keep, keep them away from the fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I did see the part where yeah, but, he uh, said we need to take care of the fire before we go out there and get Alicia and Nick. But Strand was like, "Open the yeah, damn that door!" Was before. <laughs> and then, like, no, it's not an option. We're gonna do it. Let's go right now, stupid Strand. Let me ask you this: Did they explain what the numbers on the flags mean yet? No, they still have not explained what those numbers are. And they seem like such random fucking numbers, like the one that. Uh, I think Strand was holding up today. He said like 1,475. I mean, I was thinking maybe how many days, you know, since the apocalypse. But uh, no. I know that you brought up another good point. Because um, uh, when they the vultures first show up to the baseball stadium, they round up all those walkers and put it into the, into the truck. You know, they marked 12 because, you know, that made sense. Like, oh, we rounded up 12 walkers. They're in this truck. So you think maybe that they they're like, oh, this is one thousand four hundred seventy five that we have that are going to come attack the stadium now. I don't know. I I mean, it made sense when you brought it up before, but now just have a random ass one thousand you know number doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like there's a thousand over a thousand walkers in that scene. I could see maybe a hundred, two hundred, but not a thousand. Right, and um. Has Talking Dead explained what the what the flags mean with those numbers? Uh, I haven't. I haven't been watching The Walking Dead. I watched like an episode like a week ago when uh, when Garrett Dillahunt was on the show because I wanted to hear what he had to say about being John Dory. But I didn't. I haven't. I haven't watched this right. week's episode and a couple of the episodes I, I passed up on. I don't know. I just not. They're still my DVR. I haven't watched them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, when I saw the Garrett Dillahunt episode, I don't think, I think they were still wondering what the numbers meant. So that's a thing. Okay. That's a thing that's out there. Yeah. Um, man, I wish I had a reason, but to me right now, they're just random numbers. So I also found it interesting that, you know, as we saw in the last episode, Naomi is willing to go into that um, uh, FEMA shelter to get the supplies that they need. And, mm-hmm. you know, she she it's kind of more of a, she feels like she deserves it, but she's also fearless in doing so. And then in this one, you know, when she needs to get supplies for John Dory to save his life, she... Um, yeah, she's, she's like, let's very go, much, let's do it now. Yeah, <laughs> she's very much fearless in that too. So, like, I really dig her character and uh, what that could mean for the future. Now, why is it that she ended up with the vultures after the stadium was attacked? I don't know. I hope that's explained in the next couple episodes before they go on their summer hiatus. But We only have one more before they go on hiatus. Really? Only next, one more? Yeah. Yeah, Sunday's 
episode. Wow. So, all right. I, yeah, I hope a lot of shit is explained and we don't just have a bunch of fucking cliffhangers. Yeah, I, I, it certainly looked like it's going to be a bunch of cliffhangers, but hopefully this episode's a little bit extended and we get a little bit more. Yeah, because we still get, I mean, we still need to figure out, yeah. you know, we still need to find out what happened to Madison. You know, we need to figure out why Naomi went over to the Vultures. Uh, you know, did the rest of the people that were in the stadium end up dying or did they get out? I think they're pretty much a zombie chow at this point. Yeah. Either zombie chow or uh, um, burned to a crisp. <laughs> yeah. As horrible as it is, yeah, they could be burnt to a crisp as well. <laughs> uh, I mean, when we see the vultures attacking Alicia and her group in the present time, there's obviously not, they don't have that much numbers either. And they're not really good they at, don't. they're not really good at, at fighting. Like, they are not the saviors. No, that, they're not. They can't aim. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not the savers at all. It's a good thing that they're vultures, that they just come in after everybody already dies or leaves. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, they had low numbers, and yeah, they couldn't really aim a gun. Uh, um, and we saw Mel right when he came up out of the car. Right, and yeah. she pointed the gun at him. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I was just trying to recollect that scene. Um, uh, is John Dory going to make it next episode? I don't know. So one of the things I wanted to say, though, is like, when I saw Alicia shooting her massive fucking, you know, machine gun, whatever the hell that thing is, like, and I saw, I was uh-huh. like, that's a fucking grenade launcher underneath her barrel rifle. Are they going to use that? And it sure heck enough, it became fucking the uh, Chekhov's grenade launcher because she does use it and she blows the fuck up out of that ambulance, which had Mel in it. Medical supplies? <laughs> well, it had the medical supplies that, that, um, Naomi needed, but it also had Mel. Mel was driving it, so oh, that's true. you yeah. have to assume. You assume, and even <laughs> Morgan assumes that Mel is dead. He's been blown up, but after Morgan takes Charlie away, yeah. we see him crawl out of the ambulance alive still, and Alicia comes up and fucking just buries that uh, exhaust pipe into him to kill him. <laughs> he deserved it for whatever reason, because we still don't know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, obviously he's a he's a bastard. So, oh, um, uh, another thing too is uh, can't believe Al was just uh, documenting the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad that uh, Morgan was able to get in there and and convince her to to actually do something instead. But yeah, yeah. that was I couldn't believe she was just sitting back there doing that. Yeah, and uh, you're right. You know, she still can't film anything. No, she is terrible at filming. <laughs> Who taught her? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I do kind of want to get some backstory on her to find out what 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 all that is and what that what what it was. You're probably gonna have to wait until uh, the second half of the season. Yeah, I think so. I think more than likely that's probably what's gonna happen. Boo. <laughs> um. Anything else? Was there anything else that was a a big thing that stuck out to you in this episode? Um, at this point, just gonna say that Madison is probably dead. I just want to know how she died. You think so, huh? You think she's or dead? Killed her. Yeah, I think Madison is dead. Okay. I mean, what do you think? I think it might it will be a nice little uh, surprise, and then it will it will it will be more of a. If she's alive, it's a, a nice little surprise and it will like be, uh, it will be a big part of the episode or the season, the second half of the season. If she has to like, uh, come to terms with the fact that Nick is dead. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, there's going to be some, you know, big issues there when she, if she's still alive and finds out that Nick is dead. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, she'll have to take that on herself and be like, oh, it's my fault because I let the vultures do what they did and all that nonsense i mean she can always blame charlie though oh well, the little girl uh i don't think charlie's much f- much for this world anymore <laughs> <laughs> i think she's gonna either catch a stray bullet or someone's gonna uh, alicia might end up torturing her to death 
Oh my god! I mean, Luciana almost shot her. Oh. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't going there, but no, you're right. So, I mean, Luciana was in love with Nick, and and Nick is obviously Alicia's brother. So, yeah, that's, those are things yeah, that could happen. Almost, uh, yeah, um, and I mean, Luciana was ready to kick some butt. Too true. Uh, all right. Was there anything else you want to talk about with the Fear of the Walking Dead? No. Okay. Uh, if anybody else has some uh, input on these two shows that we talked about or any of the news that we talked about this week, we'd love to hear from you. I'm on Twitter as at Mitchipedia, G-E-R. Daniel is also on Twitter as? Super Commie Daniel. The rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram, Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page, and GeekLeetRadio.com is our website. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying always remember to geek out. Geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.